Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Auto Safe Disabled, I'm your host Caleb Center, And this is me, Trevor King Thick. And yes, we took another week off, we apologize, but we're back. <laughs> and uh, we, we uh, well, I, I say we, but mainly I, uh, I wanted to get for the next main episode and uh, the side episode after that, I wanted to get the twins on it. Meant to do that this weekend, uh, completely forgot about it. And so we're now we're going to do that this coming weekend. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> if yeah. I don't forget about it. Yeah, because next weekend is Christmas. Well, the weekend after that's Christmas. Yeah. Weekend after that's Christmas. Yeah. So. <coughs> oh. But. Uh, so we're going to. This episode and the next episode. Uh, this episode is going to be. Another side episode kind of thing, even though I know, you know, we usually do side main, side main. This is going to be another side kind of thing. And also, we're covering a pretty important uh, gaming event, I would say. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Game Awards winners and uh, whether or not we feel like they deserve what they won. And what they got. And what they got, yes. Yeah, but nobody got lost in the sauce. Except for that guy at the end, you know, talking about Bill Clinton and stuff, you know. But he wasn't a quirked up white boy. <laughs> busting it down, sexual style. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> You've seen that, have you not? Yes, I have. He quirked up white boy, busting it down, sexual style. Is he goaded with the sauce? <laughs> And they got the fucking watch mojo chick to do it too. <laughs> That's what makes it even better. <laughs> That's like uh, uh who did what did they get the voice actor for Arthur to say? Some jelly beans. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dude, then there's uh <laughs> somebody got the uh the guy who voiced uh Obi Wan in the Clone War series. Mm -hmm. They got him to say like uh it was something about being dummy thick. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll, oh, yeah. he's like, General Kenobi here. And appears, apparently, I'm dummy thick. There's <laughs> also one where they got the dude who did Duke Nukem's voice. He was like, I just got this letter today, and let's see what it says. Oh, yeah, it was like, here's a peer-reviewed study right here that says, uh, says you're a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Uh, so we're going to be going through, not necessarily in the order that they happened in the Game Awards, but in an order on a list from bottom to top, because why not? It basically goes least important to most important. Yes, because the top is Game of the Year, and uh, you probably know what Game of the Year is, Unless you but quite frankly, I don't give a fuck. We're going to do what we do here, because this is our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but... So this seemed very hostile. I'm sorry, <laughs> but anyway, what is the first one, Trev? Uh, the the esports e team, the best esports team of the year. Oh shit! And who was that? Uh, they weren't quiet. Let me put it like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna be honest with you. When I saw the fucking winner for like best esports team, one, I barely keep up with esports. I don't ever keep up with esports. <laughs> so I have no idea who. The only one I knew. Anything about was uh, was Phase Clan. It's like that's phase, just because it's, it's like it's like Phase and Optic. That's yeah, it. yeah. That was it. I was just well, like, but, then, but then again, you don't ever see Phase really doing esports. Well, I don't know. You really don't see them doing that much esports anymore. It's mainly just them doing like streaming and YouTube yeah. and shit. Used to, I think they did a lot of competitive. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, there's a phase pack that you can buy a model for two for the competitive for the uh, CDL. Hmm. But well, CDL not like commercial driving license, but like Call of Duty League. Yeah. Let me, let me be more specific. But like, be more Pacific. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, like the only esports I ever keep up with is like Evo and stuff like that for fighting games. Oh yeah. That's just because that shit gets lit. But then, <laughs> but then again, that's not like a team of like six people though. No, no, it's, it's usually individuals. Just individuals. Yeah, usually just individuals that are sponsored by somebody. Uh, or not sponsored, depending on if they feel like they're spicy or something. I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like, I always look forward to, like, fighting game tournaments because, like, dope shit always happens. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I mean, not, in my opinion, most other esports things, not really that much dope shit happens. Uh, no. It's just the same thing happens, just slightly higher. Yeah, it's just, like, they have slightly better game knowledge. Because it's, like, a dope play in, like, a shooter... It is nowhere near the level of a dope play in a fighting game. Or like a dope play in <laughs> League of Legends. Yeah, that's definitely nowhere near. <laughs> that's, that's like ten tiers knocked down right there. <laughs> that, sorry, sorry, law players, but... That's copper three moves right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's that copper three mentality. Joseph Smith, your video game is shit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, who the, the team that got esports was Team Loud. Yeah, Loud. And all, all caps, too. Yeah, all caps, because, you so, know, it's, it's loud. So they're screaming at you with text. <laughs> huh. Not important. So, best esports coach. Also not important. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume that's Mateus, because it's spelled Matthias, but they usually pronounce those Mateus, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Mateus Tarasconi. Ah, okay. Yeah, I, I had to think about that for a little Don't bit. Don't worry, dude. I butcher names on this podcast all the time. Well, I, I had I had to look at that for a little <laughs> bit. Thing, well, my thing is, is like, what the fuck do you do as an esports coach? You just tell these motherfuckers to play the game better? Who <laughs> better, you fuck? <laughs> it's, just, it's, like, it's just like the... Like, <laughs> I mean, I mean that, that's like saying, no, are you tired of being short? Just get tall. <laughs> I do that and do that to Shelby at work all the time, by the way. Just I'm get just taller. Like, he'd be like, man, somebody, you know, it sucks. I ain't as tall as you. I was like, man, just grow. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Just, just grow. Pour a little water on your head. <laughs> <laughs> he shouldn't have smoked at 13. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's... I don't get what goes into being an esports coach. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, do you like? Are you trying to make the guys synergize better, or like, are to you? Me, try- to me, it's like the same way as like a basketball coach. I don't understand that because it's not like you're. I mean, yeah, in a way, I can understand, but it's not like football. Football, football. You you actually have to like make sure everybody like learns plays. There's and, strategy. Yeah, there's a lot of strategy. There's, there's fucking strategy to football, and like a lot of the times, honestly, like the coach is making the calls. Yeah, I mean, and, like, I, the, I mean, you got a little like, uh, like they usually like. Uh, I know, like in professional football and stuff like that, and, and like college football, you have a dude all the way to the very top of the stadium overlooking everything. Yeah, he relays shit down to the coaches, and the co- and him and the coaches talk it out. Yeah, and then the coach is like, "Yeah, do this." Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, shit. <laughs> Another thing I always thought was weird about football is having the plays on your wrist. Yeah, <laughs> like, that was like. Why don't you just memorize them? You don't understand. <laughs> I know, but that was before I played. Yeah. I was like, what the hell is that? It's like, oh, that's plays. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, just memorizes like 13 chapters later. 
<laughs> There's a lot of plays. Yeah, especially, and also depending on how you call out your plays. Hell, I remember it. I don't remember yeah, how Yeah, dude, they... like, you can, like, uh, what was it, like, uh, was it one that was, like, HB Dive or something like that? Something Or like Drive. That. And then there's, like, FB Drive. You yeah. get one letter wrong, and it's a completely different play, because you're going, you're going to fullback instead of halfback. Yeah. <laughs> it, but, like, I remember it. I remember at Hebron, like, I, I had the plays memorized because, I, you know, I was there every practice, so I knew the plays anyway. But, like, we did, like, sign language and shit like that for our plays. We didn't say shit. Yeah. We literally, it was nothing but sign language. Well, I mean, it makes sense because, like, if you're screaming out the plays and the other team knows the play. I, I, mean, I, mean, even, I mean, even if it's code word yeah. and stuff like that, like, instead of saying, like, running back, you say chicken or, <laughs> or, or something like that. But, I mean, they, they were occasionally, sometimes you would scream something. Yeah. But that was, like, impromptu. It's like you lined up on defense and, like, if the coach yelled out something, you'd be like, oh, shit, they're about to do this. Or, oh, shit, I need to do this instead. Yeah. Because, like, you have that you have that set play in your mind on defense because, like, defense has plays, too. Yeah. Defense is a shit ton. has, has as many plays as offense does, yeah. almost. Because there's a bunch of different shit you can do in, in, uh, in defense. But, yeah, you just got to... You got to listen. That's the, the primary thing. Because if you're down there on the line, you're not, you're not looking for sign language. You need to have those audio cues. But anyway. But anyway, yeah. Let's get to the next one. Best esports event. Imagine that. The 2022 <laughs> League of Legends World Championship. <laughs> Dude. Woo. Okay, so what makes me really mad? No fighting game tournament was in that. That doesn't surprise me. Like, it just doesn't... I don't get it. <clears throat> it, it just... Like, it's, it's it, just, it doesn't bring in the revenue. I know, but... It like, doesn't it, bring in the views as like League does or like... Or like Valorant or CS:GO would. It just I, doesn't I know, bring in like, the views. Did, like so much more cool shit happens in a fighting game tournament than any of those combined. Oh no, I completely agree. Like, like just watch Wawa play Dragon Ball Fighters for ten minutes, and you already have a more hype gameplay than any of those. <laughs> but the thing is, fighting games are very niche. Which I wish they weren't, because at one point, you know, like early or in like the early two thousand, everything they weren't. No, like they were every, fucking everywhere. Everybody played fighting, and games. everybody loved them. Yeah, but then like as the years has gone by, like I mean, it's they're having become, more of a resurgence now. I feel yeah, like, but, but it's become more niche, and I don't like that because fighting games are like a core genre of, of games to me. Because I mean, like we we've all played Street Fighter. Yeah, we've all played fucking Mortal Kombat. I know yeah. for a fact. I know a lot of people that play Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah, everybody and their fucking mother has played Mortal Kombat. I mean, shit. That was one of the reasons the ESRB even happened. Yeah, <laughs> it is the reason the ESRB. <laughs> well, happened. it and uh, what was it? Like Night Fright or some shit like that. It was like that weird. I, I don't remember. That was another that 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 game was also in the court thing for that. Yeah, well. it was. It was like almost primarily Mortal Kombat though. Yeah, I mean, but it's just. There's so many good fighting games, and fighting games, to me, have, like, a huge importance in gaming. Yeah. Even if, like, nobody really wants to acknowledge that. To my opinion, fighting games have just as much of an impact on gaming as, like, Halo did on shooters. Yeah. Like, in terms of gaming. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, like, before we had stuff like Halo and all that, where you could play, like, co-op on, like the same screen or whatever yeah with your friend you could play 
Street, and street Fighter. every fighting Yeah, game. you can play Street Fighter. You can play Fatal Fury, King of Fighters. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. I mean, literally every, every single fighting game that's ever existed has always had a con- like a like a like a co-op type well, like a, a versus an yeah, offline yeah, versus yeah an offline versus thank you I was having a fucking stroke <laughs> trying to get that out they've always had that and, and like to me like just so much cool shit happens except for Marvel versus Capcom 3 that shit is just spaghetti in the eyes okay and everybody uh, always does the same shit yeah. <laughs> oh yeah I mean if it ain't broke don't fix it I mean <laughs> everybody just picks Virgil and just fucking summon swords everywhere as if <laughs> But like my biggest problem with a lot of fighting games is that there's not, and I know I've said it before on the podcast, there's not a lot of variety whenever you get to the top tier. There's no variety that, when you get to the top tier. Unfortunately, that comes down to balancing. Yeah. Because I'd say right now, the most balanced fighting game I've probably seen is between... It'd be within like either the the King of Fighters or like Street Fighter. Well, Tekken's really balanced. Oh, Tekken's extremely balanced. Tekken's one of. The- but there are still some top tier like picks you can pick. Yeah. And like, but like in my opinion, like Street Fighter, everybody's pretty balanced because they have their own kit. Yeah, everybody can do their own shit. And nobody's like as long as you're smart and know how to play your character, you can beat out another character. You know, with your own skill. Because, I mean, Street Fighter to me feels like it comes down straight to skill. Yeah. Uh, and King of Fighters is sort of almost the same way. There, I think there's a little bit of a meta in those, if I remember correctly. But, like, Dragon Ball Fighters right now is fucking dog shit. It is, how bad is the meta in it now? It is, like, literally nothing but fusions. That doesn't surprise me. And, like, I think, like, Android 21, even though she got nerfed, she's still fucking broke. Hmm. Especially because of the fact that like the 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 netcode's delay based still and the rollback hasn't been put in yet. Yeah. She fucking wrecks you in delay based netcode because her fucking spinny move yeah. hits both sides and it's hard to react to mm-hmm. with because I mean you already have a baked in like two frames. Yeah. So even if you have perfect internet, you still have a two frame delay and you like you can't react to that shit in two frames. No. So I mean you can react to it, but if you react to it I would, and hit I really, your input, it's really not going to come out. I really time. wouldn't even say that you can react to something like that. It's more of a read at that point. Well, no, uh, you can react to it, but when you react to it and input like a like two H or something like that. I mean, like, yeah, you, you, like your input won't even have enough time to do anything. No, because I mean, it has two frames where it has to go through to even do the move. Yeah. So by the time it happens, the move's already hitting you. Yeah. So when rollback gets added, that I feel like it's going to get a lot better, and there's going to be a little bit of a change, but. Dragon Ball Fighters had a little bit of a good balance there, but now it doesn't. They added one character in the balances is just fucking dog turd now. Yeah. And it pisses me off. <laughs> like one thing I really like about Tekken is that like you always have your meta of like Lars and um like um the the uh, the machine yeah, Jin and Kazuya and Heihachi. And, and then what was it? Draco, is that his name? Dragonov. Dragonov, I see him a shit time. Oh yeah. yeah. But but one thing I do oh, like yeah. you have you have like those few people. I can't remember I can't remember the Korean dude's name, but Lil Majin. He came out of nowhere with King. I mean that and was like he wrecked competitively. That, that was King. like a hook game guy with Piccolo and Fighters. Yeah. I mean shit, you just take a, somebody that nobody expects. And then you make them a top tier. Yeah. I mean, shit. <laughs> and it's like, it's like the Korean dude who played Bear. Yeah. Or, or Kuma. Yeah. Yeah, he played Kuma. No one does that. <laughs> and everybody shit on him because he played Kuma. But guess who? But guess who's considered one of the best now? 
Mm-mm. <laughs> it's almost like if you break out the box, you can blow people's minds. Exactly. <laughs> Sonic Fox. <laughs> anyway. Well, he is blowing minds, though. <laughs> he just looks over there's a guy named Minds. <laughs> All right, all right, class. Today we're gonna to finger paint a kid named Paint. <laughs> but uh, okay, so I don't know why there. Are, I, I kind of guess I kind of understand why there are two things for the same category. But for studio slash game direction, uh, Bandai Namco Entertainment and From Software both won that. Well, that's I think that's because uh, From Software is like an under of Bandai. Yeah, and From Software won it, so therefore Bandai got. Yeah, therefore yeah. Bandai not, uh, got it as well. Which they deserved it. Oh hell yes, they they completely deserved it. I mean, from soft, say what you will. If you don't like you know the Souls games or anything like that, but from soft makes damn good games. They have damn good direction, and whatever they are going to do, they're going to fucking do it. Oh yeah. I mean, there's there's no ifs ands or buts about it. No, I mean, and people are always going to be all over it. I mean, yeah, there's going to be you know some cut content and stuff, the stuff that doesn't make it in the game and everything. That's every video game nowadays. But yeah, from soft always has. The best way I can put it into words is if they have a vision, that vision's going to become realized. Yeah, like one thing that FromSoft has always done is that they make complete games. Yes. They have always made a complete game. They have. And and I loved it. And I, I love FromSoft for that. Because, like, Elden Ring, yeah, there are issues balancing the PvP. There are still issues balancing the PvP. Because... But it, I'm so it, glad that they're finally adding a separate nerf and buff thing. Oh, I mean, between I, PVE and PVP. I mean, I, mean, I, I feel it, but th- there are still issues that I've run into. Like, yeah. whenever I was playing the other night, we got invaded by somebody who was using Rivers of Blood. I don't fear that weapon anymore, but for some reason, th- I had full health. This dude did the first L2, which is the two strikes, mm-hmm. and I died immediately at full health. Yeah. And I'm like, why is this still a thing? Like, how did that even fucking happen? Like, like, I was completely, like, I was legitimately flabbergasted by that. I'm like, how do you still do that? This was fucking patched. Yeah. Like, like I, I don't understand. Unless he's running a pure 99 <laughs> arc and 99 dex build. And running, like, full bleed Yeah, that's what I'm equipment saying. Equipment and everything. Yeah, and... I'm like, because there's no fucking way I died literally two hits. Yeah. From something that should take, you know, the entire weapon arc to kill me. Yeah. But I died at the, the very first proc. Like I, I'm just I, I didn't understand that shit at all. But yeah. But uh next up is the debut indie game in which honestly it deserved it stray. So I haven't played it. You need to. It, it it's worth one playthrough. It, it's worth at least one playthrough. It's nothing, you know, groundbreaking or anything, yeah. but it's it's a nice game to turn your mind off to. Um mm-hmm. best VR game, Moss Book Two. No idea. Woo. Um, strategy game was uh, Mario plus Rabbid Spark of, uh, Sparks of Hope. <laughs> made by Ubisoft. Uh, I, I still find it so weird that of all the companies I could partner with Nintendo and use their like properties in a game, Ubisoft is one of them. Yeah. 
It's just I, I don't know what it is that Nintendo likes about Rabbids so much. I don't know either. I guess because it's so kid friendly. If it, but the thing is, it's like Beavis and Butthead for Nintendo in a way. Like, well, I mean, it make it technically in terms of art style and like the way they act and everything, it makes sense with something like Mario. Yeah, but, but there, but there's like like the joke. Like you're that, not gonna stick Mario in a God of War game. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be weird as fuck. It's a me, Kratos. <laughs> Mario! I haven't seen you in a while. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck y'all met? <laughs> yeah, he's the, he's the leader of the underworld. I was a nominee for an invitation to Smash. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have the next category is independent game. Shrey, again, deserved it. Mm-hmm. Next, we got best action game, which Bayonetta 3 won that one. Now... I, I talked to you about this already, and out of the um, the nominees for the action, the best action game, it was between, to me in my, in my opinion, uh, it was it was either between that or what was it like Neon White? I think it was that game was called, it was like that fast paced card based shooter. It's weird, but like those two were the only two in the nominees I felt like were actually an action game. Yeah, because. People get mixed up with what an action game actually is nowadays. Yeah. And fucking Modern Warfare 2 was in the running, like, the nominees for that. And you may, like, nowadays a lot of people be like, well, yeah, it's an action game. It's a shooter. It's a shooter. An action game is what is more akin to, like, Devil May Cry and God of War, Mm -hmm. or the old God of Wars, and stuff like that where it is, like... The emphasis of the game is just, just action, action, yeah, and you are doing most of the action. And so Bayonetta, of course, you know Bayonetta being started by the guy who started Devil May Cry, makes sense to me to win that. Yeah, because it was like one of the two games that made sense to win it. If Call of Duty had won, I would have been pissed. I'm be honest with you, because it's not an action game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's got action in it, but it's a shooter. Yeah, <laughs> they'd be like, oh, Halo won best action game. It's not an action game. It's a shooter. <laughs> I'd be like, Final Fantasy won Best Action Game. It's an RPG. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> but anyway, that's my rant. All right. <laughs> Next, we got score and soundtrack, which God of War Ragnarok got that. Definitely old... deserves it. Oh, yeah, good old Bear McCreary. Yes. I mean, but it was between, uh, out of the nominees for that, the biggest two, of course, were It and Elden Ring. Uh, but Elden Ring has dope-ass music. Chromsoft has never lacked in the music department. No, but God of War's music, in terms of like act, like you know, the the score and the variety of the score yeah. and everything like that, to me is is better than Elden Ring, just because it has more music for a lot of situations. Oh yeah, like like, like one thing that every time I see it on TikTok, like it even whenever even whenever it happened, then I get the and I got to saw it first, I see it firsthand. Was whenever you blow Galahorn and then it just perfectly flows into the music. Yes. Like that moment, it was just, it gave me fucking chills. Yes. Because it was so beautifully done. And like the difference between God of War and a FromSoft game like Elden Ring is Elden Ring, its music is meant for to be big orchestral and shit usually because just primarily for bosses. Yes. I mean, you have, you know, ambient kind of music for whenever you're exploring and all that, but like other than that, which is actually different than Dark Souls, Dark Souls, there ain't fuck all in terms of music until you get to a boss fight. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Ash Lake. That's the only area to have uh, music in Dark Souls 1. Yeah, but in Elden Ring you have, you know, your your walking around music, you have generic combat music. 
you have boss music as well. And like every, if I'm not mistaken, like they're like each piece, well, each boss has a unique piece for them. Yes. Uh, and that's one thing I like. To me, if you can make a P, like a theme for every boss, I enjoy that. Yeah. And that's another reason why I like Monster Hunter as much as I do. Every single fucking creature has its own sound, like has its own theme. And you know how many fucking creatures are in Monster Hunter. Yeah. There's a lot. So they put a lot of time into that. And that's another reason why I really but, like it. But like, in a game like God of War, because it's so story-driven... Games that are very story driven or driven not only by gameplay and you Dialogue. know voice acting and everything like that, but the music is like one of the three biggest parts of it. Yeah, because like if I'm sitting there blowing Galahorn and all of a sudden I hear fucking Cotton Eye Joe, <laughs> it just does not it just does not have it doesn't carry you know what I mean, a cotton eye joe. It doesn't carry any weight. If anything, bad music will completely ruin a scene. Yes. Like, but I mean, but there I, are there so is, many factors that go into making a good. There scene. is not a single song in God of War Ragnarok that is bad. No, every single one of them is fucking great. Oh yeah, there are some that are bangers. Yeah, but well, there are some that aren't meant to be bangers, and they yeah. are a banger in their own way. Well, like Kratos' theme was meant to be a banger, and guess yes. what? It was a fucking banger. Yes, they even did something different to it, which is nice. Yeah, he was a quirked up great boy, <laughs> busting it down <laughs> North Shut style. The fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> what's the next one art direction and guess who won that Elden Ring, Ring. they 110% deserve that one. Oh yeah because I remember like one of their biggest moments in like in like the screenshots for previews of the game and in the trailers was after you beat um is after you beat fucking what's his name uh Godfrey? Godfrey. And you look over the Lake of Liernia. Like that whole area of Liernia. Not Lake, but you look over the whole area of Liernia. That, even though even though it's not rendered in, you know, like completely perfectly, the way that everything is still rendered in is fucking mind-boggling. Yeah. Because it is, the way, it honestly just looks like a painting. Yeah. It, it looks like a painting, and I fucking love it. And what's insane is like, that, that stays rendered in that well. And there's the only time you have loading screens is like fast travel. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's literally it. That, that, or dying, which yeah. technically is almost the same thing. You yeah, you're respawning at a different spot. But yeah, I mean, like, there's no loading screens whatsoever. I mean, there's no loading screens in God of War except for like fast travel and stuff like that too. But God of War is a way more dense game, uh, like in terms of size compared to Elden Ring. Elden Ring is fucking huge. Well, well, no, I think you said that wrong. Well, okay, in terms of size, God of War is very uh, it's small, very, small but concrete. Yeah, it's very small, but it has so much fucking detail. Yes, but Elden Ring is fucking huge and has just as much, almost in detail and you know density and what what all you can find in one area. You could ride around the starting area for like three hours and still be finding shit. Like, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, like, I know you remember this. Shit, we were like, what, 60 hours in before we beat Godfrey? I mean, Godric? Yeah. We were like 60 hours in before we even beat the seventh, like the second fucking boss. I wouldn't say 60. I think we It was were... like 30 at least, like 30... We were we were really in like far into that. Yeah, yeah. We had like thirty or forty hours logged in already we in there before we even beat Godric. It was fun. Yeah, it was. <clears throat> God damn, it's a lot. All right, what's the next one? 
We got <laughs> something that's done, I don't even care about. Esports player Jacob Whitaker. Woo. Keep going. <laughs> e- esports game Valorant. Woo. Keep going. <laughs> Best. Perf- uh, my bad. Sports and racing game Gran Turismo Seven. Deserves it, in my opinion. Okay. Gran Turismo has always been a fantastic fucking racing game. But, it, I mean, of course, if you're more, uh, which, I mean, I'm I'm the same way, uh, which I grew up with uh, not only, like, Need for Speed and shit, mm-hmm. but I grew up with, like, the, the Forza Motorsport. And also... Like burnout and stuff like and that. And Burnout and, like, Gran, I grew up with Gran Turismo. And... I've always been more akin to the street racing stuff just because I like street racing. Yeah. It's just, you know, that chaotic element to it. Mm-hmm. Cause, and, like, you can make your car look however the fuck you want. <laughs> yeah. And But whenever you want that realistic, like, motorsport-type racing, like, Gran Turismo is, like, the best of the best for it. And, dude, like, like some things I've seen on Gran Turismo, <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's Gran Turismo. Like, there were times that I was like, it didn't even look like a game. Like it is so beautifully made. Yes. So like I like motorcycle. There's. I, do you ride motorcycles in Gran Turismo Seven? Or I don't. I'm not sure. I, I might be thinking of a different game, but I do know this <laughs> game is on PS5, and I think it was Gran Turismo. But you're riding around on a motorcycle, and like whenever I was watching it, it honestly just looked like a helmet cam. Like I, it looked so fucking good until whenever like you crashed, like mm-hmm. the dude crashed. I'm like, oh, this is a game. Never mind. Yeah. Like the two of the the two of the best racing games out right now are definitely Forza and Gran Turismo. Oh yeah, and Gran Turismo, I put a, I put above Forza just in terms of how much they put into the game. Oh it yeah, it's fucking insane. Like they don't make a lot of them, you know, frequently, but when they do, fuck. <laughs> I mean, now granted, now there is a realistic Forza, which is just Forza Motorsports. Yeah, which I mentioned earlier. It's just the which if you don't know the difference between street racing and motorsport, motorsport is like a an actual, like, sanctioned race you would watch on, like, TV. Like, say, like, you watch F1. Yeah. That's a motorsport. Yeah. Um, but, like, street racing, of course, is it, it was Fast and Furious. Fuck it. <laughs> Don't you dare compare Forza to Fast and Furious. I'm not. I'll, I'll compare Need for Speed to it. Yeah. Yeah, because that, 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 yeah. Yeah, no. But, yeah, it, it it's, but even when you compare... Forza Motorsport to Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo still has a lot more in it. Oh, yeah. In terms of, like, the realistic aspect of it and everything. And a lot of people don't want that realistic aspect. I understand that. You know, more people may be drawn to, like, the Need for Speed and stuff like that just because it's more arcadey. And, you know, there's something wrong with that because, you know, who wouldn't want to get in a fucking Bugatti and go 300 miles per hour over a hill and kiss your ass goodbye? <laughs> I mean, I mean if, if I could do that, like, if I could do that in real life and not die, I'd be doing that every fucking day of the week. <laughs> But no, I don't want to fucking die, so I'm not going to do it. So I get the, I get the fulfill of some little fantasy of mine, and, and you know, you know, kind of not unalive myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the next one? Performance. Christopher Judge, which he 110 percent deserved that. Yes. Oh, something I something I didn't know. Steam was actually giving away a free Steam Deck for every minute that was going on during the Game Awards. I know they shit their pants when Christopher Judge got on that stage because he gave like a 21-minute speech. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. So yeah, Christopher Judge alone gave 21, uh, I assume, just American Steam Decks. (laughs) But yeah, Christopher Judge, he... He deserved that. Yeah, all all the way. Yes, I mean his 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 fucking performance as Kratos is just 
insane. It, it's very so like I know how a lot of people could probably have a problem with it. It's like it's very you know samey. You know, it's monotony. You know, it's very drawn out. You know, low all the time. But the way he accents it, even though he's staying in like the same register most of the time. And the way he makes the emotion come out is just fucking insane. He makes Kratos actually like it's, well in in the new in the Norse mythology he makes Kratos seem like a real person. Yeah, because I mean in fucking in the original God of Wars he's just fucking screaming all yeah, the time. Yeah, I mean, and he's just angry all the time. <laughs> but like it's really hard to have a character feel like a real person. Yeah, because everything is usually so fantasized. Like 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 now granted GTA. Something like that, like Grand Theft Auto Five. I can't relate to those. I mean, I, okay, that's a bad word. To me, those don't even feel like people. They just they feel, feel like characters. Yeah, they just feel like characters because yeah. what they're doing is over the fucking top. Like anything now, now, Trevor now, does. Now, 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 granted, I I know what I just said, and you're probably gonna be like, "Well, God of War, it's always over the top." But like the character himself, like Kratos, feels like a real person. See, there's that is that's a good point. Because, I mean, God of War, in its essence, is more over the top than, like, Grand Theft Auto or anything is, right? Oh, yeah. But the thing is, Kratos is grounded in that reality. Yeah. The guys in Grand Theft Auto aren't really grounded in that reality. No. They're they're fucking over the top in a real-world setting. Yeah. Like, they act the way I don't think anybody I've ever met in my life would act. Yeah. Especially Trevor. Yeah. (laughs) But Kratos... Is grounded within the world of God of War, like, and I, that's like, how he feels like a person, given the circumstances of the game being over the top and mythical. Like, and like, like I could a hundred percent see Kratos being a real person. Yeah. Well, like if you took him out and just like put him in the real world setting, I could a hundred percent see Kratos as a real person. Boy, what is a car? <laughs> <laughs> what is this thing on wheels? <laughs> Why do they keep calling me a quirk-tub white boy? <laughs> I'm green. What the hell? This man just told me I was ashy. This <laughs> is a fucking god of war. <laughs> oh, but anyway. Best content creator of the year. Eh, it, it, it got handed the Lug, uh, Ludwig. Which yeah, I, 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 I didn't really know anybody that was in the nominees, honestly. I, I didn't either, because honestly, I don't give a fuck. The only content creators I care about are the ones I cared about in 2012. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean... Yeah. It's just... <laughs> you know, like, like, I really don't give a rat's ass about 90% of the people that are content creators. Alright, next up we got Family Game, which Kirby and the Forgotten Land got that one. Yeah. Which, eh. I mean, I forgot I forgot what the uh, one of the other nominees was I feel like could have gotten it to, but... Um... I mean, it's a real toss-up on family games, just because... Yeah, there's really not a lot of them, but if you have one that's even slightly kid-friendly, oh, let's just put it in there. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, the family game market is a lot smaller nowadays than it was. Yeah, Like, I remember when the Wii first came out, that shit was everywhere. Yeah, that was the family game console. (laughs) That was, like, Wii Sports was the family game. That's the first time I've, like... Yeah, that should say something. I played it by myself most of the time. (laughs) But, but like, like, that's the only time I've ever seen Papaw play a video game. 
Yeah. Is that he would sit there. He loved playing tennis. He <laughs> fucking loved the tennis mini games. You know the one where you have to hit like the bullseye and it moves uh-huh. He fucking loved it. And it was so much fun watching him play it. Because it was so out of left field for him to be like that. But... It was just, it was just amazing watching him do that because like I said it was just so out of left field yeah and you know it takes a lot to really break the mold of a really hardened Southern person oh yeah 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 yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> about I I can't think of anything else like honestly without just sounding racist <laughs> but, <laughs> but but like like I said it it. That was a good family game. Yeah. That was one thing that Nintendo did that actually deserved praise. Yeah. In my opinion. Other than Zelda. Yeah, other than that. <laughs> but, but, like, I'm just talking about, like, 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 Nintendo as a whole. Yeah. Like, I, I like, even, even if they hired the best-looking woman to give me a lap dance and to suck me off, I wouldn't be like, thank you, Nintendo. I'd be like, thank you, woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you should be. You should be like, thank you. Thank you, Legend of Zelda. <laughs> Don't give Nintendo anything. I do say that. Thank you, Legend of Zelda. I love Legend of Zelda. hate Nintendo, but I love Legend of Zelda. <laughs> All right. Best fighting game got handed the multiverses. That pisses me off. <laughs> that, dude. What other fighting games have you released this year? Smash Bros. was in the nominees. Fucking Smash Bros. was in the nominees, Trevor. That wasn't even... Well, okay, I, I get where you're coming from, but like none of those games are 2022. I think Smash Bros was in the nominees. Except, I know, I know, Smash Bros is in one of them. So, but like, to me, it's dumb that Smash. Like, if Smash Bros really was in it, why did a why did a really shitty clone with LeBron James get in it over you know the original? Don't ask me, man. Don't ask me, cause it's free. That's the problem we have here. Okay? I mean, F R E E. That spells free. Freecreditscore.com, baby. I mean, the only reason Fortnite is as big as it is is because it's, it's fucking free. free. Yeah, it's <laughs> because it's free. All right, audio design. God of War Ragnarok deserves it. Yeah, the audio in that game is fucking insane. Oh yeah. I mean everything. Down what? to the fucking whenever you hit an enemy. It sounds good. It sounds great. It sounds fucking chunky. Yes. It's fucking. Beating the shit out of a motherfucker. You just like, fuck this. I'm going to throw the axe and then I'm going to beat you with these fucking hands. Because they ready to eat for every motherfucking bitch in here. <laughs> <laughs> now, one thing I saw on TikTok that did piss me off. It was comparing gameplay between Elden Ring and God of War. They're and completely it, different. And, and, it, and it was like, how did it was like how did God of War not win Game of the Year? I'm like, they're fucking different games. I'm like, God of War, there is... Okay, I'm, now, there is little strategy whenever it comes to God of War. You can literally just use the Leviathan axe damn near throughout the entire fucking game, and that's it. I did most of the time. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with that. It like there's nothing wrong with that at all. But like you can go in there and just go balls to the wall the entire time. Elden Ring, you don't do that. No, you don't go balls to the fucking wall. But also, I mean, Elden Ring, like I said earlier, just has way more in it. And yeah. I know that sounds stupid to say is the reason why I won Game of the Year over God of War, but like. You look at the differences between God of War and Elden Ring. They're both incredibly dense games, with a lot of detail and a lot of things to find, right? Yeah. The, the, you you take that. Elden Ring has ten times more of it. Not not even that. Way more than that. I'm being generous. Yeah. <laughs> it no, has no, a no, no, no. You're being conservative. Is what you're doing. <laughs> you're not being generous. You're being conservative. So, Elden Ring has probably like a twenty times bigger map. 
if more, if not more. 20 times more stuff to find. Just as dense as any of the maps in God of War. You could take every map of God of War and it still probably wouldn't be the same size as Elden, uh, Elden Ring. And, yeah, there ain't jack shit in terms of story, Harley, because, you know, you gotta read. You know, yeah. you use those fucking, you know, second grade skills you, you acquired. Which, which, <laughs> which, one thing I will say about Elden Ring, just purely off of dialogue alone, you do learn a lot more than what you have in oh, any yeah. other Souls game. Oh, yeah. Like, in Elden Ring, they talk to you a lot. Yeah. I mean, a lot in comparison to other Souls games. But, I mean, it's just, they're completely different the, games. They're on completely different. different scales. Yeah. Like, they're like, they're in the same genre-ish, but... Elden Ring is just so there's so, so much different. more there's so much more to it and it I mean honestly in my opinion Elden Ring won game of the year it deserved game of the year because it did something that no other game has done in the past five years and it broke a fucking mold exactly it literally showed that hey there can be a good game that can come out and it be fucking complete upon it can release. be complete it, you could spend over 100 hours in it in your first playthrough yeah. It could be worth your fucking money. It could be worth your fucking time. And it's... It literally just broke all the conventions that were built up in the last few years on video games. It, yeah, exactly. Like, like, to me, I 100% got every fucking penny's worth out of Elden Ring. Hell yeah! I got 250 fucking hours out of Elden Ring. Yeah, I got hours on, on one playthrough. I have like 120 <laughs> yeah, I had 250 hours in one playthrough before I finally beat the fucking game. <laughs> I mean, now granted, I, I don't know. I completely 100% of God of War. You know how much time I spent in it? Probably like 40. 41 hours. Exactly. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing to wrong me, with it. To me, God of War is such a good one-and-done game. Yes. It is such a beautiful, you play it once, you sit it down. I got my I got my money's worth out of, out of God of War. Hell yeah. I easily got my money's worth out of, out of God of War. It was a beautiful cinem like cinematic masterpiece. The characters were fantastic. The combat was really, really fucking good. But like I said, you cannot com you cannot seriously sit down and do a side by side comparison of God of War Ragnarok and Elden Ring now, and it, sit there and say something like, "How did this win and this didn't?" Because there's so much of a drastic fucking difference between the games. I mean, That'd be it, like it taking. Be, it'd be different if you compared Call of Duty to Halo. Yeah, but like what you're basically doing is almost like what? Hey, okay, okay. Putting The Witcher next to Final Fantasy. Yeah, they're completely different RPGs. Exactly, they're completely different RPGs. And honestly, I, like I, I sort of consider God of War. I consider God of War an RPG slightly. Yeah, it is very slightly an RPG. It is like Elden Ring is an RPG. Yeah, God of War is a story-driven hack and slash, mostly slight RPG game. Yeah. So, but what's the next one? <laughs> Let me see. Games for Impact. I don't understand what that really means. I don't either. And, and As Dusk Falls won that. It was just some weird graphic novel game, honestly. It was... <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Uh, multiplayer game, which kind of I, I don't agree with. Splatoon 3. Yeah, um, a lot. I feel like a lot of people thought you know MW2 was going to win it. Which, I mean, I honestly thought it was. Should it? To me, I, I don't... I, the only... The only... 
Oh, you're enamored by my karambit. Okay. Yeah, let, me, <laughs> let me show you. Here, let me put it back in. The whole design behind this is the grip, and it's got that little push. Thing oh, right okay, there. okay. Yeah. Anyway, off topic. Yeah, and it closes. <laughs> it closes right there. Oh, okay. Yeah. But um. <laughs> <laughs> but. And I, this is just coming back to my bias in everything. I don't think the only IPs from Nintendo that ever deserve anything. You know what? I'm going to take that S off. The only IP that ever deserves an award from Nintendo is The Legend of Zelda. Damn, I, that's nice of you. I don't even like the fucking game. <laughs> but, but in all honesty, the only fucking game that ever deserves an award is Legend of Zelda. Mario, I don't give a flying fuck about that game. Like, to me, that's like... When did Mario Odyssey come out? Oh, not Mario Odyssey. The newest one? No, that is Odyssey. Yeah, I think when, I, the main line is Odyssey. Uh, that was the like same... 15, 16? Like, it was like when the Switch came out. Okay, I'm trying to think of a game around the time. Well, I, I don't know. Like, I know The Witcher came out in 2014. But, like, to me, that's like... Okay, let's just say that they came out the same year. Doom. Well, well, no, Doom is 2016. Yeah, that'd be about the same time as Mario. But yeah, I mean... <laughs> but, I mean, you, you could take, like, The Witcher 3, Mario, and Doom. How the fuck are you gonna tell me... And I don't even... And Mario Odyssey didn't win anything. Thank fucking God, at least I don't think it did. It didn't win Game of the Year, I know that. <laughs> but but if it did win something, how the fuck... Like, like would it win anything over The Witcher and Doom? <laughs> like... I don't give a. I don't. I don't care. To me, Nintendo products are shitty, and they're all for kids. That, that's all it is. That, that, that's, that's all it is. A hundred percent. Even including the fucking Nickelpara games. That, that, I mean, I don't care. I can buy those on PlayStation. Granted, I won't have my titties and cock. But what the fuck? <laughs> but I mean, I don't care. Nintendo products are just shitty. They're they're they've always been shittier. Yes, I want to play Xenoblade Chronicles three. But am I going to go out of my way to buy another fucking Switch? No, I'm just going to be like, hey, Caleb, can I borrow yours? <laughs> yeah, that, that tells you how little I fucking care about Nintendo IPs. <laughs> I traded mine for my PS5. Go fuck yourself, Nintendo. Um, Action-adventure game, God of War Ragnarok. <laughs> deserved it. The best narrative, God of War Ragnarok. It deserved it. Well, okay. Definitely deserves it over Elden Ring just because Elden Ring usually, like, you know, from some games, there's no narrative. There's literally, like, there's narrative, but you gotta like, go out your way to you find You gotta it. read. <laughs> it, it's like that one episode of Boondocks, and I'm not gonna say the end where everybody's like, <laughs> it's like, read, read. <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't understand what's happening in this game. Read. <laughs> there you go. You understand what's happening now. It should have been read and Body Vigia in the corner. <laughs> 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 but that, that's just how it is. Um, innovative and, and accessibility. Well, innovation and accessibility. God of War Ragnarok. I wholly agree with that just because the <laughs> amount of options. There's a shit ton of stuff that you can do for accessibility. I feel like I can be a nugget and play that game <laughs> and have no issues playing it. That was a, that was an extremely offensive joke and I'm aware of it. Oh but God. I feel like I can be a fucking nugget and play that game Jeez. and have no issues. Because, like, they... No, it sounds bad, but they really do cater. Yeah, they very they, they much really do. do that is one thing I will uh, that I really will say I actually, about uh, about the most recent uh, PlayStation IPs 
in PlayStation games is like if they're exclusives, they're going to have pretty decent accessibility options. Yeah, and a lot of people I saw were like mad that Last of Us Part 1 didn't get it. And I'm like, I haven't played that. Don't care to because, you know, I played the original one and the Part 2, you know, disappointed me beyond all belief. And so I was like, fuck Part 1. And also I'm not spending $70 on a remake or a quote-unquote remake. Another remaster of a remaster. <laughs> well, yeah, you know why they had so many accessibility options? Because everybody who plays those games are fucking retarded. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that, but, that's why. But God of War just has an insane yeah. amount of options. Yeah, in terms, there's so much you can do. Not just in accessibility, but just in gameplay in general. Yeah, like, uh, it's, it's just the amount insane. of... I That's one thing I like about a game. If I can... It, it's you weird. can fine-tune it. Yeah, I like being able to look through the settings and it take about as much time as it takes me to create my fucking character. <laughs> <laughs> if it takes me about 30 minutes to fine-tune my settings, I love that. Yeah. Now, granted, it's completely optional, but I love being able to fine-tune literally every single facet of my time in, in, like, in this game. Yeah. I, I love that. But, um... And the most anticipated game got uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. There was no fucking contest. They could have literally just taken off every other nominee and just gave it to them outright. There's no way any other game is more anticipated than the fucking sequel to Breath of the Wild. Yeah. I mean, even if you're not a Zelda fan, deal with it. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We got best RPG, Elden Ring. Yeah, it. I mean, not it, a lot of RPGs have come out this year. No, not not a lot at all. So I whatsoever. Mean, shit. But yeah, Elden Ring, Elden Ring deserved that one too. I mean, pretty much if any of the like nominations had Elden Ring or God of War in them, there was no contest. It was going to be one of those two. Yeah. I mean, fuck it. Best Netflix adaptation, Arcane. I don't give a flying fuck. It's League of Legends. Yeah. Um, Uncharted was in the nominees for that. Yeah. So was Sonic. <laughs> Sonic should have won that, but you know everybody's got their fucking dick in their hand because of League of Legends. <laughs> um, I'm I'm not I'm not going to deny it. As much as I hate it, almost every chick that I've ever seen cosplay Jinx has been like a fucking goddess. <laughs> and, and, like, I'm, and I know that there's going to be those like those fat Hatsune Miku's out there because there always is, not, always are. I don't give a fuck about my grammar, but um. I know that they're going to exist, but like every time I've ever seen one, like on social media or anything, they've always been a fucking goddess, and it somehow just always ends up in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the best community support was Final Fantasy fourteen, which that uh, that's um, that game's been going on since twenty fourteen. Yeah, that's the only game I can think of where like an entire server held a funeral for somebody that died. Yeah, yeah, like like, <laughs> I, and, like me and Caleb talked about it, not in the podcast, but we were just talking about it. But like the like, like, there was a dude who played a lot of Siege. All he did was get his name and rank tattooed on an arcade machine. Yeah, and, and that was it. A bunch of maps. Yeah, and that and that was pretty much it. But, like, I've never seen, a, like, an entire community hold a funeral service for somebody. In a video game. In a video game, yeah. Like, like, yeah, like an entire, like, just lobby held a funeral service for this character. I mean, not for character, for this person that died in real life. Yeah. Um, Best ongoing game, Final Fantasy fourteen. Which, it was either between that or if I had to assume ESO or some shit like that. I don't even know if ESO was in that. I can't remember. Which, it kind of surprises me that it's not, because ESO's been going on forever. Almost, I mean, almost as long as 14. Yeah, almost as long as Final Fantasy. I think the only difference between those two is, like, one year. Yeah. That's it. Like, like Final Fantasy 14 came out in, like, what, 2014? 
And and ESO came out like 15, I think. Something like that. But yeah, like they're both still going very fucking strong. Yeah. Like ESO is still going strong. Um, best mobile game, Marvel Snap, Woo. Uh, I already it's said just, that. It's just Did fucking... I already say that? What? Best best mobile game? No, no, yeah. Oh, I, I skipped it. Mm, eh, eh, whatever. Um, best play. Uh, that they misspelled that. Player's Choice Award was Genshin Impact, and the only reason it, it, the only fucking reason that communist piece of shit title was on this listing at all was because they were bribing their fans with a shit ton of premium currency. Yeah. Like I mean, a shit ton of premium currency. That's it. That's it. And you have no idea how close I came to finding the fucking launch codes <laughs> if that game won Game of the Year. If, if Like, if Genshin Impact won Game of the Year, I would have nuked China. <laughs> you have no idea how pissed I would have been. <laughs> I, I hate that communist piece of shit game. <laughs> and one thing I hate, some of my really good gaming friends love that game. <laughs> This has been strong opinions from Trevor. The episode, <laughs> <laughs> but that's all it is. It's just, it's not fun. Like I said, I legitimately tried to play it. It's not fun. It's really not. It is. Hey, a, but they added thicker models. I mean, yeah, and somehow it ended up in my hand again. But who cares? <laughs> but um, like, have you seen the sh- like, like the stuff that they have stolen? From like other games and oh anime. yeah, I saw I saw bits that just was just Virgil. Yeah, that, <laughs> like, like that they they stole the uh, what what anime was it from? Because you know almost every anime has had that scene where they're running, the cameras in front of them, they're running really fast and they got shit flying at them. Yeah, and they do like the hop to the sides. You know, all, there's like what a thousand animes that do that probably. Yeah, but like the main two that people always bring up is gonna be like Naruto and Dragon Ball. That's because they're, they're like the biggest ones that do that. Yeah. But um, yeah, they they copied. No, it was Dragon Ball. They copied uh, they copied Ultra Instincts. Um, dodging Kefla shit. Jo- dodging Kefla shit, frame by frame. Jesus it Christ. It was the same fucking thing. <laughs> and I'm just like, why? Oh, like, like be fucking creative, goddammit. <laughs> I mean, now granted, now one thing I thought was funny because there, there was one fight scene in Naruto that was between like Sasuke and somebody else, I believe, and they put that in the boondocks. That's funny as shit. If you okay, <laughs> if you notice that, like, like if you actually sit there and you recognize that fight scene, kudos to you because that's funny as shit. Yeah. I mean, because to me, boondocks is not to be taken seriously. No. Genshin is. Like, people try to take that game serious. It, it's not. Go fuck yourself. It is cheap communist breath of the wild. That is all it is. <laughs> What's next? And here we got Game of the Year award, Elden Ring. Yes. The whole is right. Perfectly balanced as all things should be. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I wouldn't have been hurt either. I would have been... I, w- I would not I, have I been... I would have been a little hurt if Elden Ring didn't win it, but I, w- I still would have been okay with God of War winning. I honestly wouldn't have been hurt either way. As long as it was one of those two. Because Horizon Forbidden West was definitely not going to win it. If it no. had won it, I would have been fucking pissed. I, I would have called Cap. Because, say what you will, if you like Horizon, cool, that's you. But those games are so fucking boring to me. Like, I played the first one. I've never played the second one yet. Don't plan on it, honestly, because I don't want to shell the cash out for that and get bored. But the first game, it just felt like every other open world game I've played. 
Yeah. It did not make anything cutting edge. It did not do anything differently. No. It was just as milk toast as fucking possible. Yeah. And so I got bored. Especially since I think around the same time The Witcher 3 came out then. Yeah. So, I mean, that literally put the nail in the fucking coffin for that game. Yeah. Because you had a IP come out for a series that I'd already been invested in that I know was going to be good compared to a new game that's the first in its series That's just and was milk the, toast as fuck. That was just a run-of-the-mill like open-world RPG. Like, shit, yeah. I mean, I'd have more fun playing Far Cry 3. And that's saying, I mean, that's not saying a lot because I love Far Cry 3, but... <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, like... It, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, to me, I would not have been mad either way in the slightest if... If, if either Elden Ring or God of War won, I mean, Elden Ring deserves it. Oh, yeah. God of War would have deserved it if they got it. I wouldn't have cared. But, yeah. I mean, it was it was down to those two. And, there was and no I, way it was going to be any of those. And one thing that I have tried to point out to a co-worker of mine, and I don't understand why he can't see it, is that Elden Ring has had such a huge impact on gaming. Yeah, the, well, for I, all the and, reasons that I stated earlier. And, it, and now, granted, it... If it inspires something, I don't even know what it has inspired or what it will inspire. I'm not talking about that, really. I'm talking about the amount of people that played it. Yeah. The amount of new hands it, it finally touched. Because, I mean... The you, amount of media that was spread about we it. We are talking about a company that has never seen a game of the year in day in their fucking life. Well, Sekiro. Did it get game of the year? Se- Sekiro won game of the oh, year. Oh, shit. Yeah, Sekiro got Gotti. Didn't realize that. Yeah, Sekiro Gotti. That's my bad. Retract statement. <laughs> <laughs> Belay my last. But anyway, like we're talking about a company that went from making games such as like uh, I mean, fucking Armored Core, Demon Souls, Dark Souls, Dark Souls Two, all the game Bloodborne games that were so incredibly niche. Yes, they were for a very specific market, and once you broke into that that the, those games, you became a fan for life. Yeah, and that not everybody played them. And then all of a sudden, Elden Ring happens. And, like, and it's just the biggest fucking eruption in gaming I've ever seen in my life. All of a sudden, you got fucking schmojos that have never touched a Souls game playing this. And you've got big-time streamers that that all they play, you know, like Fortnite. And, you know, just like generic fucking great, like gimme games. Yeah. And, like, they're picking up Elden Ring. And they're playing it seriously because they enjoy the fucking game. Yeah. It is It is insane. How much this game exploded. Yeah. And, like, and it was hyped as shit. Oh, and yeah. And for the first time in a while, a game was hyped as shit and, and it delivered deserved, tenfold. Yeah, it delivered its shit. It, like, everything about Elden Ring that has been said, delivered. Because, I mean, I know for a fact, me and you were literally right next to each other. Well, not literally right next to each other, but you know, Dan, me, I can, uh, me uh, and you literally fired it up the exact same time, the exact same day, on the exact you know, at launch. Everything, play, everything was the same, and played together for like what, like a couple hours, or yeah. so, and like we paid the full price of that shit and didn't give a fuck. No, we knew what we were getting exactly. <laughs> well, like, like if you would have told me that FromSoft was probably going to make us pay a hundred dollars for that game, I wouldn't have cared. I would, I would have, I would have, I would have, I would have bought once, cry, no, cry once, buy, oh no, buy once, cry once. Yeah. That's how it is. A dollar for every hour. <laughs> yeah, for you. I'm. Just, 
<laughs> shit, if with as many hours as I put into that game, that's enough to feed a fucking little like sweatshop worker in China. That's about what their salary is. Like it was it's astronomical. And yeah, God of War is good, but it doesn't did not have anywhere near the impact on the gaming industry, on people that play games or anything as Elder Ring had. And and like and and now granted one thing I will say, and we don't have much time left, so I'm going to sum this up, is that God of War is PlayStation exclusive. Yeah. That that's it. That that's one of his biggest killers. And eventually it'll be on PC. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. The only way that Xbox gamers will be able to play it is just by watching a YouTube video. Yep. That's it. But anyways, you want to wrap things up per usual. So, this has been another episode of Autosave Disabled. As always, I'm your host, Caleb Center. And this is me, Trevor King Thick. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Ciao.